you don't you like rap sometimes out on the streets? Yeah, I do. By yourself yes. or with people? With my friends on the street. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it is. It's a good time. Do you guys have rap battles? No, like they, don't, they don't want to face off with me. What? Oh, they Come just on. like to, you, they just watch you. Yeah, they do. They just put on a beat. And <laughs> Probably like, who's this guy? People of Creston City, people of every everywhere around the world, this is David Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> just talk in circles. Yeah. Just shoot the breeze a little yeah. bit. Now they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person. A lot of people say home is home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. I am your host, Blake, and with me is... Hi, everyone. It's Shayla. And we also have a year service missionary by the name of Aaron Jacobs, who we are just glad you showed up because about a year ago, you were you were being stubborn. Oh, and thank God. Thank you, God he showed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, what the heck was that about? Yeah, I almost uh, didn't come here to Christ in the City. My uh, vocations director recommended Christ in the City to me. Nice. At that point, I thought I was done discerning the priesthood, and I was like, you know what? I want to go to school. I want to work. I don't want to come to Christ in the City, and this was already after I started my application process and everything. And I was, Started? You were accepted. Oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it was pretty much over. Yeah, it was pretty much over. And Yeah, I uh, texted Blake and just told him I'm not you know, coming to Christ in the city anymore. and No conversation, know. nothing else. Just, hey, I'm not coming. Yeah, and Blake was like, hey, let's let's have a call about it. You know, let's talk about this. And, you know, like I said, it was kind of a bad day yes. at work and everything. And I was like, I don't really see the point in having a conversation about this over the phone. And But he, you know. That fired me up, man. Yeah. That fired, yeah I, 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 don't like, I don't like texting no. texting serious things. We, right. We got to no. talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> and we did talk about it. And I remember hanging up the phone and being like, I'm going to go to Christ in the city this Unreal. year. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I so. honestly was not expecting you to come to Christ in the city. I just didn't want you to get away with a text. Yeah, well, I'm very thankful that you, you searched me out. And oh, man. Yeah, the Lord was working through you, wow. I believe. Shout out to Blake. Shout no, out to it Blake. Was, Blake. It was the Lord. <laughs> Love you to death, man. You're the best. Thank you. Love you, Blake. You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> and that right there is exactly why we have Aaron Hahn, because he is going to talk to us about really his journey this year of just doing hard things. I think one thing that's real at Christ in the City is our missionaries come. Everything's new, everything's fresh, and many days going to the streets is easy, right? And there are days where it's where it's difficult. And I think one thing just we've heard you talk about and would love to love to have you share more about is like how how have you handled that this year? Those all those moments where it is tough. You know, it is tough. Right. Any thoughts on that? I would say something that has really helped me with getting up in the morning on the days that I don't want to is realizing that on the days where the Lord kind of withholds his presence from me and withholds that grace of the desire to live the mission, I realize that there's more, more crowns to be gained. You know, you love your beloved no matter how you feel. And that has really helped me grow in holiness and desire to serve no matter how I feel on a given day. One thing that I also realized being here at Christ in the city is that we will, a lot of the times the spiritual battle is very strong and Satan will a lot of the times like put within ourselves a desire to stay where we are, to not get up and, and do a task that needs to be done. 
because he knows the graces that may be bestowed upon us for doing it. And so I think another thing that has come to my mind is to always realize that if dryness comes in, apathy, not a desire to, to serve the Lord, then a crown will come in the future that, that will be won and will help us grow closer to God. So I think really when dryness comes and a desire to, to stay where we are and, and kind of relax, it's a moment for us to choose to do good, to choose to do the hard thing. Mm. And we'll end up continuously being stronger and stronger after we continuously make those decisions. Do you have any like specific stories where you're like, I'm just not feeling it today. Don't really want to go to the streets. Don't really want to be here at Christ in the city. But then that day ended up being something very different than what you thought it would be. Yeah, absolutely. There, there was one day that I remember where I was very much thinking about texting my formator and my street team about not going out on the streets just because I wasn't feeling it that day. But then I, I decided to go on the streets and I ended up having an amazing conversation. It was with my friend James who... I had an amazing relationship with, but I haven't, I didn't see him for like two weeks before that we got done praying and everything. I saw James over there sitting on his bench and, you know, instantly I felt a ton of joy, a ton of love and happiness that I I did decide to go out on the streets that day. And we just ended up having a very shallow surface level conversation, but it meant so much to him and it meant so much to me because when you have those shallow surface level conversations, it really gives that person the understanding back to them that they are just a human like us and they have everyday things to talk about. It was, it was definitely a mixed bag with him depending upon the day. He was someone where you didn't really want to force a deep conversation yeah. on him. It was very beautiful because we kind of allowed him to talk how he wanted to talk and we just mm-hmm. were there with him, sitting with him. How do you think James walked away from that conversation on that day? He was always very joyous to just be able to have like a conversation with us about everyday things. He called us his his friends. Did you, before the year, like before Christ in the City, what did you think about those kind of conversations? Like, would you have thought that was a a worthless conversation or, or did you grow to appreciate those more as the year went on? Yeah, I think I definitely have grown to appreciate them more as the year has gone on. I think for me, I am like a very deep person. I like to have deep conversations and really like surface level conversations for me don't usually do much, but realizing how much those surface level conversations impact our friends on the street has like cause for it to, to allow myself to kind of grow out of the box of always needing to talk about something deep to, to kind of connect with, with someone. Mm -hmm. And so it's helped me grow. I mean, I've said many times that our friends on the street and conversations that I've had and interactions that I've had have made me grow more as a human than I think I could ever help our friends on the street grow. Wow. Yeah, I think this is something that I just like ponder a lot, um, thinking about kind of surface level conversation and how that can someday lead to deeper level conversation. Mm. So often I've found like, even with myself, like entering a conversation, like I hope this one goes really well and I hope we can like talk about something really deep or like talk about their faith or their struggles or, you know, really go, go to like a deeper part. And then it just didn't happen. And I walk away sometimes from those conversations, like, okay, I mean, I guess that's all right. That's like, we can try again next time. But other times I walk away, I'm like, oh, but like that person really just needed to talk about the weather today. Like that person just needed to kind of like 
talk about something normal, the news, the weather, the sports, whatever like was, is kind of currently happening and just like kind of be a normal, a normal human. Because I mean, even with like, imagine you're, you meet someone at a grocery store. It's not like you're going to start talking about deep, deep things with them right away. That just wouldn't be as natural. Anyways, you, you have to like do the mundane days for like the out of the ordinary yeah. deep conversations. You can't skip that first stuff, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes we're overzealous and we have that piety and we're, we're really feeling something deep and it's like, have we looked the person in the eye? Have we asked James, Aaron? Like you yeah. guys saw James didn't need that that day. No, right. Yeah, I love that. Aaron, I'm curious to hear what do you, what would you say to like someone who's listening to the, this podcast when they really just like don't feel like going up to that homeless person or when they walk by, they really just don't want to stop and talk to them for, for multiple reasons and things. Maybe they just don't have the time or maybe they're by themselves or maybe they just simply don't have the energy or the willpower. Like, what would you say to someone who, who isn't feeling it? Yeah, I would say, ask yourself why you don't want to and kind of go within yourself again and and Mm. really see the reasoning why you're trying to justify not talking to this person. And I think, you know, it's good to not feel obligated to talk to the person. It's definitely a free choice always to talk to, to anyone, whether it be a homeless friend or someone you meet at the grocery store, like you were saying, or, or anywhere. But I think, um, the days when we don't want to be charitable and the days where we are kind of feeling like we don't have the time or we don't want to do this. Like, will you look back 20 years from now and remember that day where you you didn't talk to the homeless person or you didn't do the charitable action? Or will you look back and remember the time where you had that amazing conversation with the homeless friend that you talked to on the streets? You won't remember the feelings that you felt before, but you'll remember the feelings that you felt during the conversation and after you will remember stopping for five minutes mm-hmm. and having a beautiful conversation. I love that. I was at a coffee shop the other day and there was this elderly man and he was just like, he kept creating conversation with me and I was on my laptop just working, but he was kind of sitting close by and he would just kind of keep commenting and talking to me. And I was like, wow, I need to stop and talk to this guy. Like I, not only do I want to, he was very nice and kind and I wanted to talk to him, but I was like, this is like this is the mission lived out in everyday life. Like this man might not be a homeless person, but like this is what it looks like to be a Christian, to like stop and and give mm-hmm. your time to someone and stop yeah. and like be be a friend to the stranger at the coffee shop and be a friend to like someone on your commute to work. Be a friend to, you know, the grocery store clerk, whoever. Right. But like yeah. that's, that's what it means and to be Christian. Like Aaron said, right? The crowns gained on those days are real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. a... What, what a tough part of the Christian life when you don't feel it is when it's the best. Yeah. Man, that makes me like think. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I hope, I hope y'all are listening and, and thinking too, because I'm just like, wow. Well, Aaron, we all know about your talents in this house. And I think our, our listeners may, may deserve a little shot too. So any, uh, any beats come to your mind about this <laughs> podcast you'd like to spit? absolutely Spit none some bars oh, oh come, come on, on. No, I, don't, I don't think i have Anything? the bars you don't you like rap sometimes out on the streets yeah i do by yourself yes. or with people with my friends on the street oh that's fun yeah it is it's a good time do you guys have rap battles no like, they don't they don't want to face off with me what oh they come just on. like to, you, they just watch you yeah they do they just put on a beat <laughs> probably like, who's this guy yeah 
<laughs> That's probably fun. It is good. It's good. It's a great time. Does that get a lot of laughs? Oh yeah. But I remember. I remember one time I was rapping with one of my friends, and he goes, "You know what, man? We need more people like you out here on the streets. You come up here talking about Jesus, and then you rap with no explicit words. We need, <laughs> we, we need more people out here like you." That was probably miraculous for his mind. Yeah, oh yeah, he was like mind blown that I didn't curse while I was rapping. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, those are, again, like you said, those are those moments you'll remember. Absolutely. You know? And that's just one of the points, like the, one of the entry points. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to rap. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see what comes out, but it's not going to be curse words. No, right. Aaron Jacobs policy. Anything but. (laughs) No, that's so good. Aaron, so you've said to me a couple times, like you're ready to take this back to your home and to take kind of what you've learned here and, and go back to live at live at home and, and live what you've learned here. How are you feeling about, about moving on from Christ in the city and like taking the things that you've learned here back, back to Florida? Yeah, I feel amazing with it because I'm not going back by myself. I'm going back with a, with a family that I've made that I know I can mm. call anytime. And, you know, I have a whole family that's rooting for me when I go back home. And yeah, I just feel great knowing that I'll, I'll never see a homeless friend the same. Um, all wherever I am, wherever I'm at, I'll always remember Christ in the city, my experience here, and I'll always feel more comfortable going up and just shaking a hand of a homeless friend, introducing myself and asking him how his day is. And that's what Christ in the city is all about. It's creating missionaries for life. That is what you are. That's the goal. The goal. How do you see your time at Christ in the city will affect your relationships back home, like with your family and friends? Yeah, I think I'll definitely have much more patience when I'm talking to others. I think before I came here, I really struggled with patience with people. I think it's really because I struggle with patience with myself, but Mm -hmm. um, I've really grown in understanding that no one's perfect and even Mm -hmm. things that are without sin, like faults within others. And, um, you know, I've really grown in patience in that and patience in myself and, Mm -hmm. and just joy in having a conversation, you know, whether it be about something very deep or it's just about you know, how they're enjoying their cup of coffee. So mm-hmm. I'm really, yeah. really just looking forward to being, being a, a more virtuous man. Aaron Jacobs, you're a good man. Oh, I try. I try to be one. <laughs> Aaron, you mentioned how much you've grown as a virtuous man this year. Up for debate, of course, from your fellow brothers right, here. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to men out there, I mean, not just those who could apply right now as they end their year or consider something like this, but just all men in general, like, well, yeah. Well, what would you say to them is, is essential to become a more virtuous man, right? right? Especially in like this community. Yeah. I think, uh, Pope Benedict XVI has a great quote that says, we're not made for comfort. We're made for greatness. Amen. And I think that's very attractive to, to young men in this day and age, because we're all really desiring to give ourselves in a way where we can serve, where we can be, you know, men after the heart of St. Joseph. But our world is so centered around comfort, around gratification and all of these things. And I think it's engraved in our very nature to, to serve and to work and yeah. to give ourselves in such a selfless way. And Aristotle talks about how like true freedom is being able to choose the good. Mm-hmm. And I think today we're all very much slaves to comfort and gratification and all those things. And, and, you know, men and women, like we truly can never be satisfied in that way of living difficulties and, and trials and tribulations. They're all a hundred percent worth it. Looking yeah. back, it's, you know, creates you into a more virtuous person being willing to, to lay down yourself for another 
And you really can't do that without really grinding, really, really trying to be a better person and, you know, going after what our Lord has. Yeah. Sacrifice. Know, gained for us. Right. Yeah. That sacrifice. What a, what a joy, Aaron. That is, again, another thing for all of us to reflect on. I think all of us and all of us here and uh, the listeners, that is, that is a very good reflection. I mean, and like you said, it's, yeah, it's a choice and that's so important. That freedom. Mm-hmm. Every day, every day it's a choice. How would you say um, your brothers here at Christen City or the Formators, how have they walked with you specifically this year? Really, I've leaned on my brothers a lot this year in the men's community, and I think we all have mutually been there for each other. We've shared our struggles with each other. We've shared our joys with each other. And I've never really had something like that where it was like, brotherhood where we could share our struggles spiritually, our, our, our joys spiritually, and, and the things we're going through. And yeah, I just feel like there's no place like Christ in the city where every day you go out on the streets and, and you do street ministry, and then you come back to the house and you live in communion with each other. And you also have these internal struggles that you're going with that may be so distinct from, from mm-hmm. the mission in itself, but you're all there for each other whether it be about something that has anything to do with the community or has something that has something to do with your home life. This place really creates a family. And I know that um, all of my brothers this year and, and all of my sisters as well, they'll be there for me for the remainder of my life. Man. My heart. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Aaron, thank you so much. Um, Seriously. For joining us today, but more sharing, right? Sharing, sharing yeah, your experience this year, your journey is it has very much been a journey from no Christian friends to saying my friends for life, right? That is a lot of friends for life. That's only, yeah. that's only 11 months. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. Yeah. I mean, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. I, you know, couldn't be more blessed to, to know all of you here and all those that are with Christ in the city. And yeah, I'm looking forward to growing with all of my family here for, like I said, the remainder of my life. Yes. Until the next life. Until the next life. Well, Aaron, again, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so glad we were not okay with you texting us. You weren't coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was, yeah, that was I'm divine. glad you showed up. I'm glad you showed up. Thank you, Blake. You really, you really forced it on me. <laughs> no, I didn't let you get away with crap. Well, thanks, Aaron. And thank you, Blake. And thank you to our listeners who tuned in today. Um, if you know of anyone, any men like Aaron um, or anyone who is seeking a sort of new path or a new journey, we have applications open for our missionaries for our next missionary year. And I think if, if we've learned anything today is that Christ in the city is not a, just one type of person that comes here, but it's all different types of people. So yeah, so many, please pass this on to anyone that you think might benefit from a year of service with Christ in the city. Amen. Amen. God bless everyone out there. And make sure you tune in coming up in the next few weeks as we have a summer special, uh, a little series on the missionaries who went to cities all around the country and one location around the world, that is Ireland. And (laughs) as they come back, we are going to have them on the podcast to just share stories and their experience. Mm -hmm. And again, that's going to be over the next few weeks. We're going to rapid fire be producing those and really just a moment to share with you all a little bit about our mission that I know we don't talk a ton about, but these three-week missions uh, that we call summer service all around the country. 
I'm really excited about this, especially because each location is was so different. And like so the, their experiences, the ministry looked different. The people obviously that went were different. But yeah, just to hear the stories and the outcome, I'm really excited for it. Thank you to our listeners. And we are so excited to be with you again in a couple of weeks. God bless. Mother Teresa, one of our patrons would say, if I look at the masses, I will not act. If I look at the one, I will. Because of these one-on-one encounters, because of people like you stepping out of your comfort zone, this mission is spreading. This mission is making its way into parishes, schools, seminaries, and communities nationwide. We have families making care kits for the homeless, college students coming on week-long mission trips and then going back on fire to serve the poor in their cities, seminarians in small groups across the country doing Christ-in-the-city-style street ministry. This mission is becoming a national and worldwide endeavor, and we're so happy you're here. For even more in-depth Christ in the City training, videos, and interviews with the homeless, we invite you to join our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways you can join us in this mission. Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and receive a special Christ in the City gift. Imagine with me for a moment if every homeless person had one friend who cared about them. What a difference that would make in the world. And what if that one friend is you? You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, podcast platforms. And do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave us a review. God bless you.